Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. This is the John Oakley Show podcast. Here we are. It's the midweek edition. Great day for talk radio in the midweek. We've got our midweek roundtable coming up in moments at the bottom of the hour Wednesdays. Swifty and Potsy, Catherine Swift, Arthur Potts, and uh, we'll put... Several pointed questions to them, including the whole idea of procurement of personal protective equipment. Uh, for frontline health workers and others, it's become a very contentious issue. Not more so than in the construction industry, as I'm hearing of late. And uh, there have been some workers who are feeling they're compromised by being forced to work effectively, being designated an essential service or occupation. To that end, we've been joined on the line by Joseph Mancinelli, the head of LIUNA, that's the Labor's International Union of North America. Joe, always a pleasure to have you on the Oakley Show. Good afternoon. Hi, John. I hope you're doing well. Doing well in uh, isolation, taking care of myself. Company's been very uh, mindful of needing to you know, uh, social distancing is important. So I wanted to ask you, though, Joe, because it's come up as a matter of concern for people in the trades and the construction industry, uh, is enough being done to protect these people? Well, you know, uh, when it comes to health and safety, uh, we should be doing a lot, not just during this virus. I mean, it's it's something that uh, is close to our hearts at Leuna. We're champions of health and safety, and uh, and we'd like to think that this is something that we should be looking after our workers all year round, not just in this very very difficult time. Now, this virus, of course, has has raised. The temperature, if I can put it that way, uh, on ensuring um, that our workers are protected out there um, and uh, our reps are out there uh, making sure that sites are clean, uh, that there is running water or disinfected, that people are working further away from each other than they usually would. Uh, they're having lunch breaks that are staggered. Uh, instead of having one big lunch break, some of them are being staggered over over three different lunch breaks in order to give people a chance to be separated from one another. So this is kind of like the new norm right now, uh, and it seems to be working relatively well. But then, as you know, John, there are always folks who want to cheat. There are contractors who are not abiding by this protocol, and we're going to stay on top of them. And uh, we're, we're lucky that we've got a... Uh, Minister of Labor, uh, Monty McNaughton, who has been very cooperative, very progressive when it comes to uh, ensuring that the jobs are being policed properly, inspectors are being sent out by the Ministry of Labor. So uh, we're we're actually working very closely with him and very pleased that at a time of need, uh, he is there for us. Joe, would it be possible for an individual laborer to file a grievance, for example? I've heard from some already, and some have emailed me and saying that, you know, uh, when the inspector comes around, everything is hunky-dory, but uh, then it quickly devolves into, uh, say, unhygienic conditions or whatever. Uh, You know, they send the workers home, and then they uh, crew back up once the inspector's gone after the inspection. How about filing grievances? Do you allow for that? 
Well, it's not even a matter of grievances. You know, the Occupational Health and Safety Act already exists, and it allows our members the opportunity that if they are working on a site that they feel is unsafe and, and now under COVID-19, I mean, clearly that applies, um, they have a right to say, I cannot work under these unsafe conditions. They call for an inspector. The inspector comes. And if, in fact, the company gets back to their old ways, they just do it over and over again. I suggest that they call their their representative from Leuna. Leuna rep goes down there, and it's, we've had numerous altercations in the last few days with some of our contractors who have refused to follow the protocol. And we're going to stay on top of it. Again, with Joseph Mancinelli, he's the head of LIUNA. That's the Laborers International Union of North America. Now, the designation being essential, uh, a lot of people have wondered why that is. Can you explain that? Well, there are a number of projects that uh, are, are you know, ready to be completed, whether it be construction projects or hospitals like the one in Vaughan. And so there are a number of them that, in fact, uh, need to proceed. Look, at this is the beginning, and I, I, I have to tell you that, you know, the government is is uh, uh, learning as we all are as we go along. I mean, there is no uh, magic formula for these things because no one has experienced something like this before. But a number of these projects um, need to proceed. The, the Canadian building trades, the provincial building trades, uh, a number of our members, I mean, three-quarters of our members, they want to go to work. However... However, they want to go to work on a site that is safe and clean. And so, you know, the, the government has, at the moment, uh, deemed a lot of these projects, majority of these projects, uh, essential, um, so that the construction industry, being one of the largest sectors in our economy, can proceed. And plus, these workers can continue to work because they want to, uh, uh, obviously under, under good conditions, but they want to, to go to work. Look, this is early, John, and I'm sure that as things progress, things will change. And I know that I've had discussions with the Premier, and he's prepared to have an open mind and change things as we go along. And we keep on hearing our health officials say that things are going to get worse before they get better. And as we proceed into that kind of territory, then, you know, the Premier and uh, our government will make uh, alternatives. Uh, choices in the construction industry, possibly shutting down certain sectors or possibly a general shutdown. But but it's too early to determine that at this point. Just so I'm clear on that one point earlier, Joe, can a, one of your members refuse to work without penalty uh, so there's no recrimination? Of course. When it comes to health and safety, that's paramount. And uh, our government is backing us on that. And if one of our members out there, or or let me let me be broader than that, any worker out there, uh, whether you're a Leuna member or not, if you are working on a job site that you think is going to be hazardous to your health, you should be able to, without any reprisal, call the ministry and say, I am not working under these conditions. And that would include if they're not uh, equipped with personal protective equipment, face masks, maybe gloves, whatever the case may be. Well, of course, because under the circumstances with this deadly virus out there, uh, we want to ensure that they do have good sanitary conditions where they can wash their hands or disinfectants or bathroom facilities. And, you know, we've encountered that in the last couple of days that we've had some sites 
uh, where our contractors have refused to supply adequate facilities. And we've had some major uh, uh, problems on those sites and some conflicts, as you can imagine. Uh, But Mm. we've taken care of them and we've turned some around. And some of those who refuse to turn around will be shut down. Before I let you go, Joe, just wondering how you feel about the government measures that passed uh, Parliament today and the Royal Assent was granted uh, for workers who are laid off in the trades. Uh, those measures adequate, topping up? A, could they do better? Look, at I, I think that uh, that's always a loaded question. Of course, they can do better. Uh, but, you know, this is early stages, and uh, I'm actually quite pleased uh, with, with what I've seen coming from both the provincial and federal governments. I think that they've taken some some fairly swift actions in the early stages in order to either protect workers or also give them some hope that if, in fact, they're going to be out of work, that they're going to be taken care of. I'll let you go on that note. I appreciate it. Uh, I'm sure, as you say, it's early days. These contentious issues have a way of resurfacing, so uh, perhaps we'll talk again before too long. Thank you. Absolutely, John. Stay well. John, stay well. And you. Joe Mancinelli, he's the head of LIUNA. That's the big laborers union. And uh, on that matter of people being protected, it's again one of those questionable things. He said most of his members want to work and it's considered to be essential. And uh, then you've got others who are feeling they're put in harm's way. But he did say uh, they could always, uh, I guess, make the complaint and uh, without any reprisal. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.